Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time. Hello, Old Time Crime Gals. It's Melissa here with my friend. Shannon, welcome back. Yep, we are going to talk to you on another episode this week. Hope everybody's doing well. So today we are going to talk about keeping up appearances and, you know, you've heard the motto, fake it till you make it. Yes. I know some people who have faked it till they, they made it in certain areas. Have um, you ever faked it till you no. made it? No. No, 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 no. There's been a, okay, so when you think about simplicity and simple times, there's a few times that I might have been like, whoo, I can't pull this off right now, but I've got to at least try and I've got to not let people know that I'm doing that. And so I just keep the smile going and get through it. Well, okay, so it's simple, so something it's, simple. Well, not in probably terms what of we're procrastination, yes, I procrastinate a lot. Um, as you know that if you've listened to this podcast. <laughs> um, so I'm good at procrastination and coming down to the last minute to do something. But as far as like fake it till you make it, I don't think so. Gotcha. But I know people who do. But we're going to talk about Anna Sorkin. And if you don't know that name, you may know her by her other name. We're going to talk about her. She's a Russian-born con woman who convinced an entire city that she was a German heiress worth millions of dollars. Ooh. So to better understand how that happened, let's talk about her and her early life. So Anna Sorkin was born January 23rd, 1991 in a small town near Moscow, Russia. Her dad was a truck driver and her mom uh, like owned a convenience store and then she had some siblings and she had to stop to become a wife, housewife. And so in 2007, the family relocates to Germany. And so she worked hard in school, but she could never get the hang of speaking German. Okay. And I can't blame her. That's a hard but I language. I took a lot of foreign languages and German's not Latin based. And to me, it does not sound pretty. Sorry for everyone in Germany. Spanish is more my, my go-to. Um, that's just a hard language to learn. And I can barely speak English, so. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> But, it's all English for me. Yes. Well, she graduated in high school in 2011 and then moved to London. And so there she attends Central St. Martin's, which is like an art school, um, art college. But she quits and moves back home to Germany. So this is fairly recent. She's young. Yeah. And okay. she's also, she's like well-traveled. So she's, you know, born in Russia. She's lived in Germany. She's gone to London. She traveled. Okay. Very um, full of culture. Okay. And she comes back to Germany and she interns as like public relations uh, for a company. And then she moves to Paris and starts interning for a fashion magazine called Purple. Oh, okay. And so obviously she's well-traveled, navigates busy cities, new places with confidence. She could just up and go in her young age. I couldn't do that. Yeah. I would feel lost in a as big city, especially in a you know foreign country. But she just handles them. So, in 2013, Anna made her way to New York City for Fashion Week. Ooh. And if you have anything to do with the fashion industry, you're like, this is the place to be. This is like their Olympics. Okay. <laughs> this is what this is huge to do. I'm not one with the own trend in fashion, so I can't tell you anything that's going on there. But Well, and when I look at pictures, it's not really something that your everyday gal would wear. I mean, to me, no. Like, yeah. if you watch all the clips from people on the runway, to me, it just, I, yeah. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It, w- it wouldn't work <laughs> where we are, where we live. 
<laughs> I don't think it's going to work anywhere. But, okay. <laughs> um, but so Fashion Week is a big to-do, and she loved it. She loved hanging out in New York. She found that she could make friends really easily. And so she just kind of decided on the spot, well, I'm just going to stay here. Mm-hmm. And so she moves her internship from Purple in Germany to, or Paris, excuse me. And they had a New York office. So she just transfers to the New York office. Oh, okay. So she's just going to hang out in New York because apparently people are friendly. Okay. Of course, we're from the southern part of the United States. We think we're friendly. <laughs> but, uh, compared to her, her travels, they were friendly in New York City. It wasn't long before she quits that. And then she decides to set her sights on something huge. She just needed everyone else's money to help her do it. So we'll talk about that in just a second. Okay, so let's talk about Anna and her vision that she has set her sights on. So by now she's in New York, so she drops her last name. Okay. So her name was Anna Sorkin. And so now she starts calling herself Anna Delvey. Oh, okay. And her parents have been interviewed. They have no idea where that last name came from. It's not any of their families. They just, she just came up. So she starts calling herself Anna Delvey. And so now if you Google it, you'll find out a ton of information on this this girl. And so we're in New York. And her vision is she wants to take this huge property, this like historic property that she found on the corner of one of the, the major streets in you know, the It District. Uh-huh. She wants to turn it into like an exclusive arts club. Like one place you could go that has the best food with different restaurants, high-end shops, the best bars, art by all the world's it artists at the moment, music, entertainment, like everything you could possibly want, like a Soho. And she just flies into town and wants to do this. Yes. Like a members only kind of thing. But she's going to name it the Anna Delvey Foundation. Okay. And to me, foundations are more like charitable organizations. Yeah. Not like come hang out at our hip club kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, ADF for short. So the Anna Delvey Foundation, that's our whole basis for for hanging out, yes. hot music, and okay, that makes no sense. Hanging out. Okay. And so she's like just hanging out, all this, the hot social spots, making friends, meeting the, the big to dos. And so in, at a party in 2015, she meets Michael Huang. He's a Chinese art collector. At the time, he okay. was in college, but he does have a vision of starting his own art museum. He's actually a big player in the art world. Um, so at the time he mentions that he's traveling to Italy for some type of art event in Venice and she just casually is like, Oh great. I'd like to join you. Can we do that? And so he books the flight, the hotel, the combinations all on his end for them to go together. Hmm. And so they go to this trip and then have a good time and then come home and she kind of just like forgets to repay him. Oh, okay. he kind of brushes it off. Um, like she's maybe absent minded and she just forgot it's easy to do that when you have so much money, apparently. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wish I knew what that was like. <laughs> that's a character flaw. It just, it just happens. They just have so much. They forget where they put it and they forgot guess, they owe you. I guess having her role at the magazine got her into these clubs and be able to and meet people. Minds, I maybe? guess. I don't know. Because I'm thinking, how do you meet these people? Okay. You flash, you wear the right designer outfits and say the right things, I guess. Wow. Um, but see, Michael kind of had a feeling after that that she's like mm, not really legit, and so he was invited to a birthday party at Sedell's, and they had this big private party birthday bash for her, 
And then after it's over, the company actually called him because he's well, he's a well-to-do in the, in the social circles. And they're like, hey, by the way, do you have her contact information? Because she gave us an invalid credit card and this event needs to be paid for. First of all, the event should have been paid for before. Yeah. They had it to begin with. She was able to um, talk them out into things. But anyway, so he footed the bill. He Michael? Pay, he pays the bill. <gasps> oh, my goodness. And then pressed her that she should pay. And he suspected her of being a fraud. And so then he magically gets repaid through Venmo. I think you use that. Oh no! Well, I tried. Well, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not anyway, successful. So I did try he, one time. He randomly gets the uh, the amount repaid back to him by a um, like a number he a username he didn't recognize. Huh? But and so this place, Sedell's, is a is a restaurant in New York, and I don't know how much they charge for private parties, but they charge thirty five dollars for a veggie omelet. So oh. I can imagine her bill was quite large. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um. So I'm pretty sure that he was not happy that he had to to pay that to set that straight. Oh wow, yeah, thirty five dollars <laughs> for a veggie omelet. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> must have been a golden chicken that laid that egg. <laughs> As you can tell, we're we're not we're yeah. not savvy like that. But so 2017, so 2017. I'm just thinking, and this how is that they, not long? This is not that no, long. Ago. And I'm sitting here thinking, how are these people so easily duped? I don't know. I mean, she must have used some different techniques. (laughs) I don't get it. So, in 2017, she starts staying at the 11 Howard. So, just to give you an idea of what we're talking about, I actually went in and booked a, well, I didn't book, I guess it paid for, but I looked up one week at the 11 Howard in like a regular suite. Um, what she was staying in, and you care to take a guess what my total was for just five days, not even like a seven day week. This was just a five day in the middle of the week, not even counting like the the weekend night. I'm going to guess, just because this lady is outlandish already, I'm going to say like 10, this might be overboard, 10,000? Oh, okay, that's a little bit overboard. Okay, so hold on, just, hold on, just, hold on, just for the five nights. Okay, um, let me think, let me think. Uh, 3,000? About 2,200. Okay. But that's not counting like you would need tips, you would need room service, you would need the extra charges that always yeah, cleaning fees. add cleaning fees, add up once you actually yeah. get to the She probably used the mini bar. And probably. And so, the, you know, you always get those extra charges. That was just for one week. So warm she, towels. So she stays there and there's a concierge desk at all hotels. You know, they're their go-to for, you know, what to do around here. What's the best restaurant? So you always go to them to ask and uh-huh. set stuff up. And so there's this lady there and she, we'll call her. Neff for short was what the article said she calls herself. Okay. And so every time Anna goes up to this desk, she slides a hundred dollar bill over the table. But where is she getting this money? And Do we find out like, later? Well, I think so. I'm waiting on edge. Yeah. Okay. okay. So she slides a crisp one hundred across the table, and then she gets to the point where sometimes she just comes downstairs with a glass of wine and slips her hundred and just sits and chats like she's just lonely. She wants somebody to talk to. Yeah. And she's asking her about the best places to go, even though she already knows what the best places are because she's already been there. So okay. she's just like, just making friends with this, this girl now. Sounds like a sociopath. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so in, it was phrased as she like ran the hotel. Like staff would, when she come in from her shopping trips, they would like brace to help her with her bags because you knew you were getting a $100 tip. Yeah. Like $100 bills for everybody. Be tripping you. going. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, Melissa, look over there. <laughs> Trip. Then oh. eventually she started like, she would come out in nice dress clothes and like hang out. Then it started, she would be like in sports leggings. And then it was like a bathrobe. Just comes out of her room in the bathroom and just hangs out in the lobby and like sliding $100 bills to the concierge. Oh, just to chit chat. I'm surprised they let her in that expensive hotel be in her bathrobe. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like she owned the place. Yeah. 
so um you know she's trying to start her business and and neff kind of was like her pseudo secretary okay so she's a concierge she knows all the places that she would call and set up like lunch dates with these important people that anna would run into as she was out in her new york social life okay and so she would you know do administrative things for her and so sometimes there would be a line at the concierge desk like eight people deep trying to see the city and see what's going on and have questions and she would just waltz up right beside them and just start counting hundreds in her hand and just laying them on the table until finally she was like you know, i have a line here but i mean she took it and was like okay you're I'm next because money. money talks yeah um i mean why not i mean could you blame her um not the right thing to do, but I could see how that would be right. what she I chose. I made those people mad, waiting um, in line. It would make me mad. Yes. <laughs> so, and Neff started to think of Anna as a friend and not just a guest. So they would often go out to lunch and Anna would say things like, don't, don't pull your credit card out. Like I got, she would pick up the tab, couple hundred dollars here, couple hundred dollars there. They would go to the spas. Um, her friend Rachel had mentioned she would get like four hundred dollar eyelash extensions. Oh, wow! And that's like a car payment. Yes, <laughs> two car payments was the kind of car I drive. <laughs> and so she would always like it, treat her friends to these lavish things and foot, foot the bill for all this stuff. Mm. And so eventually, it turns out that her um, hotel management discovered that. They don't have a credit card for her own file. And how long has she been staying there? Oh, my word. So all of this is happening. And they're, like, still giving her room. Certain, like, nothing's being paid for. She has cash that she's given for her tips and, like, her food. And she's going out. But a bill at the So I wonder if she talked the people into just adding the room and not charging her? Or? Well, by now, the bill's gotten to the $30,000 mark. Whoa. And so Neff, like, gets a hold of Anna. And she's like, look, you really need to pay your bill. Like, they're... The, threatened to kick you out like this is really serious and so she just kind of laughs it off and goes shopping and tells her that she'll get a package later so Neff gets a package and it's this 1975 bottle of like Dom Perignon which is an expensive champagne and tells her to give it to the staff like to stay on their good side okay which of course the hotel staff refuses it because it's in their policy against having gifts Oh, because gotcha. if they look like they accept it, but we're still letting her stay here, she hasn't paid us like right. the actual like they're running the business. She needs to have her bill paid. That's right. And so she was furious that they didn't accept her gift. And so it ended up that a wire transfer gets sent to cover her bill up to that point. But here's how she did it. So she paid her bill, but I don't. Me, I worked at a bank. I know basic banking procedures, and I cannot wrap my head around how she actually did this and got away with it. Was so she takes one hundred and sixty thousand dollars in bad checks, okay, to her Citibank account and deposits them, okay, which and then that immediately gives her seventy thousand dollars of usable funds, like cash out the door. Oh wow! I guess in the I don't know what bank they're written off of. The bank probably because it's less than half. I don't know. To me, I, that looks shady to me. Yeah. Like, you want to put 160 in and we're not getting paid for that, but yet you want to take 70 out. Like that, that's like, that's the form of right. check, check fraud. Yeah. But anyway, so she has $70,000 of usable funds. She then wires money to cover her bill at the 11th hour. So the $30,000 she sends to them. Okay. So she pays them. Okay. But she refuses the, to give them a working credit card on file. Okay. Because they're like, you promised us wire transfers. It never came. Now we finally got paid, but you let your bill get up this high. We need a credit card on file so that we can just keep running the, your new charges. 
she wouldn't do it, so they evict her. Okay. So they kick her out. And so, in the meantime, she meets a CEO of Blade, which is a chartering company. Okay. At a party. Just one time. Just casually meets him and finds out what he does. So then she books a trip to Omaha because she wanted to see, like, Warren Buffett was at some kind of conference. Like, she's still planning this artsy thing, and there was something going on in Omaha because that's, what, Nebraska? Okay. Which I imagine is not much going on. Yeah. But she pri- hired a private charter to take her to Nebraska to this event. And so she books a trip, and they she does it without paying the $35,000 booking fee. How? I don't know. <laughs> She sent a fraudulent wire transfer confirmation receipt from a banking institute in Germany, and they believed that that was, like, she was good enough for the rest on, at the end of the trip. Okay. So, the trip proceeded. Oh, But I then gotcha. once it was done, and they never got payment, so then they reported her to the police. Okay. They reported non-payment of services. Okay. Um, so, I don't know why, after meeting the dude one time, he was like, sure, she's fine. She's like, she's got money. Just, just, she just has, okay. She's going to have some kind of charm. It's got, like, some seductive charm or, I don't know. Well, weird. her friend described her as just, like, they didn't question it because it's you're in New York. She's throwing money out everywhere. Yeah. I mean, she's just, the. She still had a way about her yeah. that had to be able to do the talk, the talk, and, you know, be able to persuade someone. So. So while on her outings, and this to me right here is just, I just, it's amazing how she got away with it. So in the social scene, Anna happens to meet Rachel Williams. Rachel Williams is working at Vanity Fair at the time. Okay. And she had seen Anna in, remember she's got 40,000 Instagram followers. She had seen her on Instagram with her friends in pictures and travel. So she's kind of like in this social circle. So she meets her. And they become friends. So, again, the same thing with, like, Net. They go out to lunch. Anna fits the bill. They go, you know, Anna yeah. pays for a lot. And so, it's kind of like a friend. Now, she actually did a Dr. Oz episode about being, um, like, frauded out of all this money and stuff. And some of the comments were, I mean, if you have a friend and your friend is paying for everything, I mean, you're kind of like, you're probably in it for the stuff that you're getting. Yeah, rather yeah. than you know, true friendship or whatever. More but, than likely, I'm sure. And anyway. So Rachel's on Dr. Oz about yes. it. Uh, Cause she wrote a book. We'll, okay. we'll get to that in a little bit. But, okay. Um, so she's friends with Rachel. She's friends with Neff. And she decides that um, she wants to be taken seriously about her, her business vision. And she's got a problem. So she needs to travel outside of the United States to reset her ESTA, which is an electronic system for travel authorization oh. like it's like immigrant like immigration oh, okay. you can't come over and stay like you know how they would used to call like temporary visa gotcha, it's gotcha. all you know passport electronics okay so she needs to like i said it's a thing yeah <laughs> it's a thing for shannon it's a thing i don't understand so okay. she had to leave that means she didn't want me to ask any questions yes. even so, though she described it anyway so i already had an answer in there for yes me. good job it's, her it's a thing it's a thing. Okay. So the the plan at first, I think they were going to go down to like Turks and Caicos and Bahamas and like just just a little bit out of the United States, reach, have a little fun, come back, kind of thing. But then she gets in her head that no, she wants to go to Marrakesh. Okay. And bring a three hundred dollar an hour life coach with her. Oh wow! Yes, and a videographer to document this trip, to film this trip, and her friend Rachel and her friend Neff. Oh my goodness! Come to Marrakesh. And she's got to pay for this. Yes. Okay. We'll see. And Rachel, she asked Rachel, because that was the interview. There's a 2020 episode, which I got some of this information from. 
and she's like, what do you think I should, should pay them? And Rachel trying to explain to her where you're inviting a videographer who you're planning on taking video, you know, they need to get paid for their services. And then they probably expect you to pay for their travel accommodations. Yes, that's right. I yeah. mean, if I, if I bring you along halfway across the world and expect you to do a job, then I should give you the means to, to be get able there. to stay and eat and exactly. not have to sleep out under the stars. And so Neff really wanted to go. I mean, her rich friend that she just met is like, come to Marrakesh with me. And she couldn't get off work for eight days. And her mom was like, well, it's just, you know, not meant to be. And she, you know, mentioned it to Anna. And Anna said, well, just quit. <gasps> Oh, no. Yeah. Her job that she, oh, my goodness. She decided not to. Okay, good, She good. had a bad feeling about it, and she decided not to. Very good, good. But, Neff, she also had a boyfriend. Okay. And her boyfriend was rich. Who, Neff? Neff's boyfriend Okay. Was. And he didn't understand why she was hanging out with her friend that she met at work, this weird girl that had all this money, and spending all her time with this chick instead of spending time with him. Okay. And so... You know, Neff was like, but he's rich. And so Anna was like, well, I have more money. Just get rid of him. So she dumps her boyfriend. Oh, oh my goodness. She says for different reasons. Okay. But I don't know how much that played into that. Yeah. She was He was supposed to finance like a movie. You know, everybody in New York and LA want to be movie stars. Yes. He was supposed to finance a movie and he was going to pay for that. And Anna's like, well, I have more money. I'll do it. Just dump him. So she dumps him. Oh, my goodness. I don't know what happened after the fact. Okay. She said it was for different reasons, but. Mm. I mean, you just got to wonder sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, definitely. so she does not go to Marrakesh. She stays at the 11th hour at her job as a concierge. Okay. But, so everyone else goes. And two days, in two days after getting there, the trainer had to leave and come home because she got food poisoning. Oh, no. And it's, you said um, Neff watched it on Instagram. Yeah, so she had to, uh, like, she was, at the time, you know, it was, oh, was I can't sad. go on this trip. I'm so sad. Look at all this fun they're having. Look at all these beautiful pictures, which we know. We've talked about it all the time. Social media is just a snapshot. It's like the second in That's time. Right. What's That's going right. around behind it? And so from the pictures, they're in these beautiful locations. They're shopping for these gorgeous dresses. They're lounging by the pool in this very expensive um, hotel. So the videographer, who did you say? Oh, the trainer had to come home. Yeah, the trainer had to come okay. home. And then, um, you know, after a few days, the, the hotel couldn't get any of Anna's credit cards to go through. Surprise. Wow. Surprise. And so they threatened to call the authorities and she was, you know, flipping out. And, you know, Rachel being the friend was like, well, did you call your bank and let you know you were going out of, you know, the country? Because if I just tried to use my card at, you know, Spain somewhere, the bank would call me like, um, where are you at? Because yeah. that's not the normal for your transactions. Exactly. And so Rachel was under the impression that maybe her money was just locked up because they didn't know she was traveling and it's in the trust fund and she would get repaid later. So she puts the trip on her credit card. Oh my goodness. $62,000. First of all, I don't know how she had access to $62,000 on her credit. Yes. But she did say it was a card she used for her work sometimes when she worked for Vanity Fair. Uh, so I imagine uh, that was a higher... Yeah, but she would have had to pay that back, right? So, yes. Mm, So, and she was under the assumption that, you know, Anna would pay her back. Right. And so, not only was she paying for the hotel bill, but you still got to go eat. You still got to go in the trips to the city and the dresses that Anna was buying because none of her stuff would work. You know, personal shopping trips. So, she paid for all of it. She paid for all of that. Entire eight days in Marrakesh. I love my friends, but no, not. I don't have the means to do that. So if you stick me in Marrakesh, we're just going to be in the prison down there. I can take you to Walmart (laughs) and buy you a pencil and piece of paper. Oh, oh my word. That's terrible. Yes. 
And so she's just waiting for this repayment that would never happen. And so after getting back from the trip, Anna had to move on because Eleven Howard kicked her out. Apparently, she showed up in this, like, silver silver Tesla and called Neff and said, look outside, and was, like, coming in the door and, and throwing money at her and, like, bought her this $400 T-shirt and was, like, screaming at She had bought the hotel, um, the staff, she had bought websites with their names on them. She was, like, going to slash them and, like, to get them back for kicking her out and not accepting her Oh, her my stuff. goodness. And, yeah. So, it was this big hole to do, to do thing. But, so, she ends up moving to the Beekman Hotel. So she convinced them to also let her stay without putting a credit card on file. So have you, did you look up the Beekman Hotel? I did not. But after three weeks and a $12,000 bill, so I imagine it was still It must another, be a nice hotel. She, she was promptly kicked out. And then she tried the same thing at the W New York Union Station, but was evicted after two days. Oh, wow. So they no longer had tolerated. So then she was reported to police. Yep, hotels report her to police for um, non-payment of services. And so after not receiving anything back, Rachel, she contacted the attorney general because she's like, I just, what has happened? Yeah. And so she's surprised to find out that Anna Delvey was already under a criminal investigation for all the other people that she never paid back. And they were trying to find her? Well, yeah, they were looking for her, and she knew where where she was because she was one of her friends. She talked to her every day. Yeah. And still having that, like, she couldn't eat, she couldn't sleep. Like, she was sick over this. Because, I mean, those were her bills. But now she was she still to talking to her. Yes. She didn't get mad after that. I mean, and... I think she was a little ill, but yeah. she still was in contact. She was thought she was going to get that money back. I think she got $5,000 back. Wow. Out of everything. Around here, we get ill over $5 that she got to repay. <laughs> My description was seven ninety nine. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Sixty two thousand. Mm. So we'll get to what happens to Anna after that in just a moment. Okay, guys. During break, Melissa and I were looking at the hotel in Marrakesh, Morocco. It's absolutely beautiful. I will never, ever. <laughs> let me just say that again and clearly, ever be able to go there. But it was gorgeous. Thank God for the internet and pictures. <laughs> and PBS. And virtual reality. We can pretend to be there. Oh, yeah. Virtual reality. Oh, I got something funny. So, the other day, I was thinking about that. Because, you know, in science class, how you'd always, like, you know, during labs and chemistry, and they'd say, put your goggles on for safety. And in high school, I'm like, oh, I don't want to put my goggles on because I might look silly. But now we're all standing there with this virtual reality yeah. looking like we're like looking at bugs. I'm, I'm making motions. <laughs> fall, fall, falling down. Like, you know, I'm thinking we wouldn't Punching do. stuff in the air that's not there. Yeah, we wouldn't do goggles, but now we're going to look like we're just like, what? I didn't have to do goggles because I already had glasses. I was already geeky enough. <laughs> they well, would protect no, my hey. eyes. Yeah, <laughs> if you like, had glasses, what? they didn't make you put on goggles. So, yeah, I, um, virtual reality, I've heard those are really cool. Somebody shared that last week. So, maybe I have to try it. I've never tried that. Have you tried it? No. Okay. I bought Braden something for Christmas with that. We haven't tried oh, it yet. Yeah. So, it's going to be like a roller coaster, Ooh. like a dinosaur thing. Where dinosaurs oh, yeah. There's a family that I know that they got that, or they did it when they were out of town for Christmas. And uh -huh. she said it was really great. So, I don't know if they got it for Christmas, but she got goggles. Anyway, okay, we're back. We're at Marrakesh. <laughs> never, be, never be there, but maybe I can do the VR thing. So, all right, so tell me more about Anna. Yep, so now that was pretty much it about how um, her life of crime has led her up to where the people are looking for her. And she's actually set up on a lunch date. Like, they set her up to find her. So they take her. She's at lunch with a friend. I forget the friend's name. And she can't pay because none of her credit cards are going through. But the friend knows that's going to happen. 
And so she's expecting the friend to pay. Okay. And so they arrest her after her lunch. And they let her have one last nice Aww. New York brunch, lunch, whatever you want to call it. That was nice. Um, and so she's arrested. And she refuses a plea deal. So the plea deal that she would have taken, you know, accepting the fact that she was guilty for what she was doing, would have given her like nine years. But she refused to. She doesn't think she did anything wrong. Wow. And so she has to have a trial. She, she has no moral, moral compass. None. She's sociopathic. She doesn't think about any of her actions None. that have the consequences to anyone around her. And so during the trial, this is what this is what gets me. So her defense attorney hires a stylist for Anna. Because she just can't show up in court looking like prison orange. That's just not going to happen. Okay. And so every day she comes in like off the runway, like with her little glasses and her hair straight. Except for like, the picture I saw. She well, looked kind of rough. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, but... Towards the end. Okay. But um, so every day she's like, it's good to go. Because the lawyer stopped. He didn't want to pay for it anymore. Does she even have any money? How does she even have a lawyer that I, court I, appointed? I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Wow. And so <laughs> she comes in, okay, so like on the runway or yep. whatever. But on Friday of her trial that week, she refused to enter the courtroom, like flat out demanded she just not because her civilian outfit for that day, and quote, was not pressed. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh. But the judge was like, um, honey, you have to be here. Come in anyway. Yeah. So she was forced to wear prison orange on her. <laughs> wow. Trial. Wrinkled. Wrinkled prison orange, right? No, the, it's her uh, civilian suit. Her, uh, her clothes that she was supposed to wear oh, weren't pressed properly. So then so she, she wore the orange. Uh, okay. So she wore the orange, which was probably not pressed either. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I doubt it, but I don't think it was like the ball of Yeah, gotcha. Um, so the jury deliberated for around two days. And I, I don't know why it was that two days. But We've been sitting here for, what, 40 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> and we already realized she's guilty. Well, they found her guilty of eight counts. You know, grand larceny, attempted grand larceny, second degree. But what she was not found guilty of was the attempted larceny for her original Citibank loan. The $160,000 wow. that was deposited. Because they don't think that was intense. Like, she wasn't trying to, to... I don't know the explanation. They found her not guilty of okay. that. Okay. Um, they also found her not guilty of stealing the money from her friend, Rachel, on the Marrakesh visit. Because they didn't think it was evil and it wasn't her intent. I see what, yeah, to, I can see how they. defraud her yeah. because Rachel was under the assumption she would be paid back. Yeah, but she never paid her back. So, I mean, she's got to be held accountable, I would think, for that much money. But she was found not guilty of trying to take it from her, like, on the right up front. Ah, so Like, being manipulated enough to do it off. They didn't, they believed that was not in the intent. Of course, Rachel disagrees. I would disagree. Because she's following the pattern of what's happening. So, I think that's how you see that she was guilty of it, because she'd already had a pattern of doing that. But, juries. It's a good thing that one person got sick because at least I made the bail less. No, I'm sorry. I hope you were okay. She's okay. Um, She was sentenced on May 9th, 2019 from four to 12 years, excuse me, in a state prison. She was fined $24,000. Again, where is she getting the money to pay these fines? But anyway, the whole point was she fraud people to get money. Yeah, she probably hadn't paid it. So she is fined $24,000 in order to pay restitution to the amount of $199,000. So, but even though she's locked up in prison, 
She made friends easily. I'm not surprised. And she didn't mind prison life. She actually said it wasn't that bad. There's quotes from her that just blow my mind. She actually said that she met other girls in there who were in for financial crimes. Like someone was stealing people's identities. And she was surprised to find out how easy it was. Oh, lovely. So when she gets out. Exactly. (laughs) Be on the lookout. Anna Delvey, Anna Sorkin, run the other way. Yes. Um, But so... (laughs) Her story is all over the tabloids, and it wasn't long. She actually booked a deal with Netflix. If you have not seen the trailer, Inventing Anna comes out. Um, Julia Gardner, I think, is plays her, and she actually went to the prison to interview her, and she was paid for this deal. She's probably in federal. So she's, so she's federal, making money. Federal prison's not that bad. She was in state prison. Oh, so she wasn't in federal prison? Fe- federal prison was worse, right? No, federal prison is like, that's where the decorating lady went. The decorating lady. Martha. Oh, so, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, federal prison is not lady. as bad yeah, as. She came out on top, too, now. Well, not all depends. Yeah. Federal guess. prison is better than state. So, oh, I'm, she was in state prison. Okay. Um, She was moved around to a couple of different ones, but where she ended up at, she okay. just got along with everyone and. And, um, in fact, even on the Dr. Oz interview, he said he's surprised to find out that a lot of prisoners watch that because it's on their work television that's yeah. usually in the common areas. And so that um, she was probably watching her friends. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But anyway. Um, She's got to have that charm. <laughs> you can't, yeah, especially so, in prison. Yeah, the trailer is out now. So that is a TV show that will be on Netflix about her and her life and how she charmed all these people out of all this money. Um, but she actually was released in February 11th of 2021. Oh, wow. I bet because mm-hmm. of COVID. Well, I, I'm not sure. It could have been good behavior. She could have listened. I don't know. It was a white-collar crime. She didn't kill anybody. Um, even though these but she's only been in there two years. It had well, to she be was, COVID. I remember, she was arrested in, um, like, she had to wait trial. I mean, oh, I assume they okay. counted time served. Yeah. And it was four to 12 years. So, um, just under four, I think. She was probably manipulated she somebody to I'm pay sure. her crime for um so (laughs) one of the very first things that they handed her when they released her from jail that she requested was her cell phone oh wow and she was posting photos to instagram from the back of the car leading out of the prison driveway (sighs) and she is still on instagram um hasn't posted anything for a while however um so with that book the movie deal that she got tv deal netflix deal whatever you want to call it it was several hundred thousand dollars i forget so she paid restitution out of that she paid what she she owed her fine and then she used the rest of the money to hire a film crew to document her getting herself back to her former life Hmm. she wanted them to follow her to like when she was allowed to get a bank account, her setting up her own bank account, like her going shopping for the first time, to Sephora to get her makeup that she needed because she was finally free. Wow. And just went right back straight to it. And her interview with 2020 was like, she doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. She doesn't feel like she conned anybody out of anything. She just said something like, I would just ask for it. If they didn't give it to me, I would move on to something else. Or so somebody, somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, that didn't last long. So, she was released in February, and then shortly after, she was taken custody um, by ICE, which okay. is the immigration, and she's being um, held awaiting deportation from the United States. Okay. So, as of September of last year, so we're only a few months out. Oh, oh yeah. You know, so, she was still in the United States waiting to be sent home. Okay. So, it could be that she's home now. 
But um, we really don't know where she is right now. I Google. I tried to find it. I couldn't. Okay. Um, so that was your I next question. Ask, was what she was doing. Well, I was wondering about her parents. I mean, I know they said they don't know where her last name came from, but any contact with them or that's okay. the, all I could find was just like they don't know where that name came from. Okay. But so I imagine she'll be popping up with a new, brand new idea somewhere else and looking to yeah be on Instagram and and get out there in the social scene because that's just who she is apparently. Yeah. Well, Anna, you sure did baffle us because I don't know how you did it, but some people can <laughs> ride that wave and you got to have a different kind of charm that people fall for. So very interesting yeah. story today. It did not involve murder, yeah, but nobody, we are all time crime gals. So I like it. I think that was a very interesting story. And I just can't see how we're now in 2022. This didn't ha this happen was like 2017. Yeah. How did that much money move and change and, and get services get paid for without? It, uh, yeah, um, it's there'll be pictures of her up on the blog. I just it's it's not even like Anna. No offense, but it's not supermodel hot. Yeah, she could just walk in and people will be like, "Here's money!" Like, yeah, I just don't. See There's it. some type of seduction, some charm. There's something. There's just some people who are good salesmen, and it sounds like she was a good salesman. A friendship and just making people feel special no. is what it sounds like. So my slide hundred dollar bill. So yeah. well, so that hey, yeah, me for the yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and give me what I want. So what I really, really want. <laughs> <laughs> what you really, really want? Okay, we're not doing the Spice Girls. No. Um, All right. But thanks so much for listening this week. And you can always find us on Facebook. Our group is Old Time Prime Girls. You can email us at oldtimecrimegals at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with another story. Just remember. Hey, I think the Spice uh, Girls came out like before she was even born. So, I don't know. Yeah. I All used right. to listen to They made a movie, Spice World. Did you ever see the movie? No, I did not. But Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. So <laughs> if you do the crime, remember it will catch up with you in time. And <laughs> we'll talk about it.